there, dreamers. Happy Dream Tip Tuesday, aka the day I record this podcast. And also, happy International Women's Day. I'm your host, Jay Flew, and I'm so happy that you're here today. So as we think about women in history who have been significant or even women in our present who are significant, we cannot forget a woman, the GOAT, who God used to to birth his dream into the earth. Like he literally used this vessel to bring an expression of himself. Now all of us are expressions of him, but this one was like his actual son, Jesus. (laughs) He used Mary and Mary was a virgin and it cost her something to carry God's dream. It required her belief. It required her surrender. It required her to be abandoned to this world that wouldn't believe her and would have all sorts of things to say. But she was faithful and Mary was such a courageous woman. I honor the Lord for Mary and for being a beautiful Example to us women, even in a time where women weren't regarded as highly, like there was no International Women's Day in Mary's day. Okay, (laughs) so I want to read a verse in Luke chapter one. It's verse 45. It says, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. This is a beautiful statement that Mary made in response to seeing Elizabeth, um, to visiting Elizabeth and seeing the miracle that her cousin had experienced. So just as Mary was a virgin and could not, you know, have naturally gotten pregnant being a virgin, Elizabeth also was unable to conceive for a different reason and received her miracle And that miracle was a testimony to Mary that there's nothing impossible for the Lord. And so when Mary saw Elizabeth, her spirit just really, it really came alive in that moment. And she had this statement, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. May we all come into that space where this belief rises up in us. That nothing shall be impossible for the Lord. It says it earlier in this same chapter in verse 37. For nothing will be impossible with God. May we be sons and daughters who truly stand firm in that truth. That as the world tells us what's not possible, that we would remember what the word of the Lord is over us. And that we would speak his word back to him, that we would speak that word into the earth, and that we would have faith that is unmovable and unshakable. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is your God dreams. Your God dreams. Now, let's think about Mary's God dream. Literally, the dream of God inside of her that she's birthing. It was not just for her benefit This dream that was coming into the earth was literally going to influence and impact every generation following. I don't even know how many generations it's been. It's been a long time. It's been over 2000 years and we're still being impacted by this woman's yes. So I want to ask you, do your night dreams, the ones that you consider to be from the Lord, Do they only involve you? Are the plans and purposes that you see carried out in those dreams? Is it all around you? Is it all about you? 
Or do you see the fingerprint of God, the plan of God unfolding for generations to come through you as just the vessel? I want to make sure that we are being, you know, we're seeing a bigger picture. And maybe it's possible that some of the dreams that we think are from God that are just about us, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to be this great person. Yeah, he wants you to be great, but he's also establishing his kingdom. He's also drawing souls to himself through your life. He's doing things that are bigger than you. And so it's possible that when we are dreaming about things that revolve around us, it might be our own process. It might be our own desires. It could be a part, it could be a Lord too, but um, we, we might be seeing a fragment of what he wants to do and misinterpreting it to be about us. It's not just about you. And let me just sidebar right there and say, this trend of manifesting, I don't remember if I've talked about it on a previous podcast, but I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm going to just sidebar one more time and talk about this trend of manifesting. The trend of manifesting is all about you, what you desire, what you want, you're focusing your energy and the energy of whatever to make this thing that you want to come to fruition. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting something and working hard for it. But when you're talking about the supernatural and manipulating things to happen in the way you want, then you're kind of getting outside of the scope of God. The difference is that the Lord's way is actually you're asking him what his desire is. And of course, he wants what's best for you anyway. So it's always going to be a higher a higher reality, a higher quality of life that he's going to give you. There might be some brokenness. There might be some surrender. There might be a process that you don't like. But the best way is always to ask the Lord what he's speaking and what he desires. Going back to what Mary says, blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord, not by herself, by her parents, by her own will. So how do you know that what God is showing you is God? It's going to be bigger than you most of the time. It's going to involve a body. In in Ephesians 4, it tells us that we actually have a greater call. You are in your own body, but you are a part of Jesus's body. You cannot exist apart from the other parts of the body. Right. So it talks about in verse six, verses four through six, how there's one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. And it talks about also how our our calling is to keep this harmony of peace in the body. We're called in one hope, like like it says in verse four. So that unity is a process of, of dying to ourselves. If the toe is, is ailing, you know, it's going to affect the ankle. You're going to feel, your whole body is going to feel it. And so when we talk about our calling, How does what we do affect the rest of the body of Christ? How are we building up the body? How are we working out that unity? 
So if you're called to be a barber, if you're called to be a beautician, if you're called to, you know, teach, how is what you're doing bringing souls into the kingdom? If God calls you to open up, you know, so many of you may, some, maybe some of you listening to this have had dreams of preaching in stadiums. That's a, that's a common dream that, you know, you see massive crowds. Those crowds are not unto you. Even if they're gathered listening to you, it's not unto you. It's unto the Lord. He's called you to be a voice, a mouthpiece, not just to draw attention to yourself, but to bring glory to his name. So again, that's my soapbox. We're not manifesting our own will. We're manifesting the kingdom of God and his desires in the earth. And that's exactly what we see Mary did in Luke 1 as she carried and delivered Jesus. So the other thing that we see with Mary, what's the, in this context of Luke chapter one, what happened (laughs) when she got around another believer? The, The God dream in her, before she even said what it was, it caused another person's baby to leap. In verse 44, Elizabeth is like, my baby began to leap. What God is doing in me, the testimony of Jesus in me, is bearing witness to the testimony of Jesus in you. So this whole thing is about uplifting the body. It's about drawing in unbelievers. Like, let's get back to, let's get back to having a fire and a zeal for for souls. That's where I am in my career, in my profession, where I'm working with people who it feels like they're godless. What am I doing? What am I doing if I don't seek after those souls? I have like a fresh burden and desire for them. That's from the Lord. And I just pray that he would give that for give that to you as well. May your God, may your dreams at night reveal God's true dream. And may he show you how you're part of his storyline. May he resource you. May he give you solutions. But may you just be so sobered in knowing it's not about you. (laughs) It's not about you. He loves you sincerely, but you are not the end. You are a piece to a bigger picture. And and we're we just become so self-absorbed, myself included. I'm the first in line to admit this. So let's let's look to the Lord to reshift us and love us back into alignment with, with his will. I love you all. Happy International Women's Day. Men, thank you for standing alongside women to um, to really to reveal God's heart for them to be in the forefront in the season, to be alongside you, but also to lead, to do all of the things that were said couldn't be done. Um, I thank you, men, for shifting the narrative in this season. We see so many beautiful men of God just helping us to unlearn some things that the church has not just the church, but even our own mindsets and society has told us that we're false truth. So God bless you if you're a woman who is unlearning. God bless you if you're a woman who's stepping more fully into what God has always been speaking over you. I bless the prophetic voices that you are. I bless the prophetic dreamers that you are. I bless the apostolic voices that you are. I bless the political leaders 
the world movers and world shakers that you are behind the scenes as you're changing diapers and also in boardrooms, in strategic meetings, in leadership gatherings, every space that you occupy. May the Lord apprehend you and show you his power like never before and show you his boldness and give you his permission. In Jesus' name, I love you all. See you next time.